Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, and joined by my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell, and Tyler over on the board today, and it's another week to talk barbecue. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Do you ever get tired of talking barbecue? No, you know, I really don't. I've been doing it for the past, how old am I? 48. I've been doing it for 28 years, probably. <laughs> That's a long time to be talking barbecue. Not like at a podcast scale or video. It's just, yeah, yeah. I would just talk barbecue with my buddies. It's longer than I've been alive. <laughs> Is it really, Tyler? <laughs> How old are you? I am 26. I you were 37. No, no. <laughs> I wish. No, I'm just you got an old out. soul. No. <laughs> I guess it's all the kids. That's what I'd say. I'd be almost an empty nester if I, I was 37. Can you imagine Shell at 26 having three kids? <laughs> the hand. I didn't have my first one until I was, what, 30, 31? But the kicker. 31. You were 34. No. Was that <laughs> you yeah, you were 20. Yeah, that's right. I'll what? be a, I'll be an empty nester by the time I'm 42. You'll be granddad by the, by the time, time you're my what, age. 42. So you'll be a granddad by the time you're my age. <laughs> if your kid's anything like you. <laughs> 48. Got that dog in him. <laughs> well, Malcolm, you've been sick this week. You haven't been. Man, I am. Everybody's had this little sinus thing. It started with. With Michael, yeah, you had it last week, and it put me down Sunday. I'm talking; it hit me in the middle of the night, Saturday night. I woke up sneezing and nose running, and it didn't stop for almost 48 hours. It was misery. You know what stopped it? I woke up Monday, and I I've got to do something. I wasn't going to dig a doctor over sinus infection, so I went digging through the medicine cabinet over the refrigerator. You know the little baskets where you got all the medicine, yeah. And I had some. Real deals, the meth kind of Sudafed. The before, <laughs> oh, the, yeah, that you had to have. You know, they won't let you buy it anymore. Yeah, I still had a box I've been hoarding because that's the only thing. The this new Sudafed crap don't knock nothing out yeah, of you. Yeah, but that old stuff will stop a sinus cold. And it and I took me one and and it knocked it out. I, I mean, my head's still kind of stuffy, but I feel so much better than I did. I was I was feeling bad Monday till I got me some Sudafed. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, did I'm you back. take it during the day or did you take it at night? I took it as soon as I woke up. Yeah, but no, it's probably it's. I woke up and I was like, I ain't gonna make it today, shell. You got to take Michael to school. <laughs> I got to go back to bed because I'd been in bed since like four o'clock Sunday after. I didn't even watch football Sunday night or Sunday. I had it on Sunday afternoon and fell asleep. Yeah, I, and I didn't get out of that bed until I got up and got my suit of fed on sometime on Monday mid morning. You watched day games. You just didn't watch the. Night I watched game. the Vikings game at that. Stunk. I was disappointed. Yeah. I can't believe Kirk Cousins threw for as many yards as he did, and they lost that game. It, it's it's going to be a bad year to be a Vikings fan, it's I'm afraid. one game. How'd you do it? Yeah, today? I mean, hey, they're sitting there the same as the Chiefs. Yeah. They both got a loss. And the Bills. That was a heartbreaker, seeing Aaron Rodgers bust his Achilles tendon. I, I hope, couldn't believe the, it. The TikToks around that have been gold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty funny. Man, yeah, I I that would be so. That would, would just be depressing. He might go back in his hole after that. Um, he said he was in a good place, and then he blew his Achilles out. I guess he's still getting paid, though. Yeah, I'm sure that's how that always works. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he don't need. It ain't like he needed the money anyway. Uh, how'd you do on your bets this week? Hey. I've got a new strategy. Don't bet them all like I like to do. Pick you one that you think is going to win and bet it big. And that's what I did. I won 300 bucks. Daggum. I did. 300 bucks. I think I won about like. You know what my bet was? Jacksonville over Indianapolis covering. And you're not really into either. I mean. I don't care about either one of those teams. (laughs) I just saw that. I figured that was going to be an easy cover. And they, they covered I mean, it wasn't. And you didn't bet anything. It wasn't easy. It was all the way to the fourth. I mean, I was sweating at that game. I did have that game on that morning. You know, I like so down at the farm where we have the smokehouse and we do. We were doing. I did do some filming while I was sick. I don't know how that's going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I sound crazy, but we've got YouTube TV because you know you, you don't really get cable down there. So, but I love YouTube TV watching Sunday Ticket now because it lets me put this four game cast on. Yeah. And then you just move it to the volume of what. So you can watch four at the same time. Yeah. And so I had that going on two TVs in the smokehouse. And it's like, you can watch what, you know, every game it's on, you can watch them. Yeah. 
I was like, this is awesome. It's better than sports bar. And we need to get rid of DirecTV at the house, right? Yeah, I'm still, I don't even know why we still have it. Me either. We'll talk it's, about that. We'll yeah. argue about that later. <laughs> I, don't even, I really don't know why, honestly. Me either. <laughs> I can watch everything on YouTube TV just like I can on DirecTV. There's no advantage to having DirecTV anymore. It's like you just don't want to let pay, it go. Their, their uh, what do they call it, on demand is not any good. Yeah, it's terrible. Any pay-per-view I want to watch, I can get it through Michael's PlayStation. Yeah. You know, or Apple, or Apple, yeah. or yeah, I can get and, and all. The, I mean, it's like we got Netflix, we got Apple. I mean, you can, you can get any movie you want. Yeah, you got the Amazon Prime. Why have Why have cable or Directv if you got all that? You're making my case for me. I know, I know. <laughs> the only reason, so I don't have a good way to stream. Like, if we go on the barbecue trailer, or you know, if we go somewhere because the internet's yeah, sketchy yeah, yeah. and it's hard, so I take my satellite dish and I do use the so TV for that. You're traveling satellite, and then I use it. My mom and no, they they have direct TV. <laughs> you know how that old school stuff goes. <laughs> Mobile dish. <laughs> um, criminate myself <laughs> here on a dead gum podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't don't make a clip of that, Tyler. Put it out there. Um, <laughs> this week, <laughs> this week you did a Chick Fil A copycat recipe. Yeah, so I know everybody's seen them the commercial where it's the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich from yes. Chick Fil A. Yes, it looks. I hadn't had one yet because the day I thought about it, it was a Sunday and they're dead gum closed. So I said I'm going to make my version on the grill instead of doing a fried chicken sandwich. It'll be a little bit healthier, I would say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And and so it it turned out it was phenomenal. It was a yeah, delicious chicken sandwich. So what'd you do? I took I call them airline chicken breasts, but it's kind of like a it's, you don't want to use if you're making a chicken sandwich like you buy these boneless skinless chicken breasts now they're feeding these chickens I don't know what but it it's like a two it's or three giant. pound chicken breast yeah those are too big for a chicken sandwich so you can take those and slice them in half or you can buy them already cut and I don't know if they're called cutlets or what but it's basically a half of a chicken breast and um, it's the perfect size for a chicken sandwich and they cook super fast just over hot coals. So I seasoned it up. Um, use, just use a little AP and Cajun seasoning. I'm sure that's not what Chick-fil-A is seasoning with. They're just breading it up, but, but that's what I did. Uh, seasoned it up, let it sit a little bit, built me a fire, my primo. Um, I cheated on the pimento cheese. I, I could have had you make some of the shells, famous blue plate pimento cheese. But I bought the next best thing that you can buy in a store, and it's the Palmetto brand. I don't know if everybody has that, but our local Kroger's and Walmart's mm-hmm. all sell Palmetto in Mississippi, and it is a delicious pimento cheese. It's pretty good. It's yeah. not the best. I on mean, the just market. for a store bought. Yeah. What's what's uh, what's your favorite pimento cheese on on the market that you can buy? It's I know they have it at Kroger. It's called Murray's. Murray's. Yeah. Oh, it's in the little <laughs> deli uh, tub. Yes. Isn't that um, the one with like Gouda? They or, do have yeah, one. Yeah, they have one really that's good. like a Gouda. A smoked Gouda dip with red onions in it. Oh, that one's really good. But they do a piment, a regular pimento and cheese that's probably the best I, you can buy without homemaking it. So this sandwich consists of a chicken breast mm-hmm. that you can, if you want to be like Chick-fil-A, fry it. If you want to be like me, grill it. And it consists of just a nice brioche bun or something not soft bun, toasted, a toasted what, bun. What does Chick-fil-A call it? A buttery toasted buttery bun? Buttery toasted bun. Uh, instead of putting their typical pickles on it, they put pickled jalapeno slices. That's yeah. the pepper element. Then on top, so you go buttery toasted bun, uh, jalapeno slices, piece of grilled chicken breast, big old ice cream scoop of the pimento cheese, and you drizzle it with the hot honey. Um, you can find Mike's hot honey. We had some at the smokehouse. I don't remember what even brand it was. I don't either. Somebody it was just somebody somebody it giving it to yeah. us, and I said, "Oh, it says spicy hot honey. It tasted it good, good to me." Yeah. So you just drizzle that all over the top, and you put your top buttery toasted bun on, and you got the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. And I'm telling you what, that's a fire chicken sandwich, man. Good. It is. I was I was really impressed with that. I don't know if Chick Fil A's could be that good. You also added a little blue plate to the bottom. Bun. Yeah, I did. I did. I put, yeah. And Chick Fil A will give you the squirt packet, so you'd probably do that with Chick Fil A. And their mayonnaise is pretty dead good. Yeah, it ain't blue plate, but it's good. Um, they also, uh, I don't think they use a spicy honey. I think yeah, they, they do. Use, it's oh, hot, it is. Yeah, a it's spicy hot honey. honey? Yeah. Okay. I thought I saw. So I saw a TikTok. Honey. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is hot honey. 
Because I saw a TikTok of how they did it. They did the, exactly what I did. They had, yeah. they had these tweezers they were grabbing the jalapenos with and putting them on the buttery toasted bun, fried chicken, big old scoop of the pimento cheese that they had, and then they had this pump like the nacho machine with their hot really? honey in it. And they would hold it over there, and they'd drizzle that all over it and put the top bun on, and that was it. So we gotta, we need to go try that. I mean, I'm down. Maybe, Let's do today. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't, uh, that's a good comparison. I, I, now, I mean, you, you know, Chick Fil A is pretty dang good. I ain't gonna knock it. It's a good chicken sandwich, but I just don't know if it could beat that the charcoal one grilled could. one. Yeah. yeah, and the chicken breast grilled like I don't even know if it was three minutes aside. It was super fast. I was thinking the whole time you were cooking that chicken breast, I was like, that is so quick, so easy. Yeah. It gives you a nice, even cook, you know, because it's a, that thinner, thinner cut. Yeah. 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 Um, there's so much you could do with that. Yeah. You could like, chop it up and put it on a salad or a wrap tacos, or tacos. Wrap, yeah. or you, can do, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. All kinds of chicken sandwich mm-hmm. recipes, yep. you know. And it's easy. And you could just serve it with two veg for dinner one night. Yeah. Yeah. Super chicken easy. breast. It's yeah. a per- I mean, it's the perfect amount of chicken. Nobody wants to eat that monster chicken breast. I did buy some of the big whole bo- the whole boneless skinless ones, and I cooked those just to have this week to eat for yeah. lunch and stuff. I think the big ones they get drier. On they they side. are. See, that's that's the one thing I noticed that since that chicken breast is it's even all the way across. Once they slice it like that, yeah. it cooks at the same rate, and you don't have it drying out because it's all, like if you buy the big bre- the big boneless skinless breast. One end is super thick. Yeah. I'm talking about like two two and a half inches. Yeah. Yeah. And the other end tails out. So that end dries a bone by the time you get the inside done of the big piece. You either got to butterfly it or go ahead and slice it in half and have you two pieces. And so I just think it's, I mean, it makes sense. You could do, you could buy that big pack and slice them yourself. Then you got more chicken to do something else with. Yeah. Was there a big cost difference in buying those little individually packed? So, yeah. There was. Yeah. I mean, for, for some reason, if they trim something and they package it, like individual packages, they always mark it up. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like the only ones I found like that were like free range chicken. So it's supposed to be no hormones, yeah, no that yeah. stuff and better chicken and all that. I don't know if that's true because I did, this was at Walmart and I just bought the family pack of boneless skinless and this one pack of these little all naturals. But I like them because they were individually cryvacked in their own little bag. So if you didn't use them all, just toss them in the freezer and then you got chicken breast ready to go and they thaw out so fast. Yeah. And like you don't have to repackage them. You don't have to repackage them. them. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, didn't it Costco or I don't know if Sam's does, but I think Costco sells theirs like that too, individually chicken breast. I think you can find some at Sam's. You may can. Yeah, but it was super easy. So um, thinking about copycat recipes, you've done a couple copycat recipes. You've done the microb. The macrio. The The macrob. Mine's way better than Way better. Oh, yeah. I never had a McRib until, like, I don't know, a year or two ago. The real McRib? Really? You didn't yeah, grow up right. eating McRibs? No. Oh, man. <laughs> Why? Me neither. <laughs> Why would you, if someone asks you, we're going to McDonald's, you want a fish sandwich or you want a McRib? Oh, God, they don't even compare. <laughs> Whoa, okay, fish hold on. The, the filet of fish. They don't ring the bell fish. when you order a. A McRib at McDonald's. It's a you know, it's a big thing. One time a year they come around, they run them for a little while, but the fish sandwich is always on there, and they might sell one a month probably. I doubt that. I mean, I guess it's been on ever since I've been going to McDonald's since a kid. They've had fillet of fish. There must be a lot of people that like them. I but know if they weren't selling them, they'd take them off the menu. Square fish, processed fish. Oh, it's so good. I don't know the McRibs <laughs> process as it could be too. It's a pork patty <laughs> with the shape of some bones, I guess. It's real. It tastes really, really processed. Not that the. I think not it's that the, the fish tastes fresh. Yeah. I think what makes that McRib to me is the pickles and the barbecue sauce and the onions yeah. on that little loaf of you know whatever different kind of bread it is. It's not just like a regular hamburger bun or something. That's what's that's what's what I remember about it. It ain't the pork, you know. Your McRib sandwich was really, really good. It was a real slab of ribs. Yeah, and you put. Uh, you know, it was a slab of ribs, which would probably feed, what, two, three people? Oh, no. I mean, but, see, I just, put it on the big the loaf. But if you were just eating Yeah, just I would ribs. say if you're just eating ribs, three people would eat a slab. Yeah, on average. But when you put it on that bread with everything else, I bet. Four. You could eat four, four or five. Yeah. yeah. You just got to cook it those, tender enough to get the bones out. But one of those little slices of sandwich is. Pretty hearty. Yeah, pretty hearty. Yeah. You got to think, so you get, on average, 12 bones out of a, a whole rack of ribs like that if you don't really have to trim them too aggressive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's 
Three people getting four bones, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so if you get a three-bone sandwich, that's a it's pretty a, substantial yeah. sandwich. No bones to deal with. You pop them out, and it's cooked super tender. By the time you put the sauce and the pickles and the onion and the bread with it, that's a— you got to have the sauce, the pickles, and the uh, That's what makes that. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like that pop gives you the little vinegar yeah. element, and the onion gives you the freshness. Do you think that's the best copycat that I've done, the McRib? My way? Probably. Your version? Uh, you did the Whataburger patty melt. That's, that was good, too. It was very good. I like it. Was it. Better than, it was better than a Whataburger patty melt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really was. I'm trying it, to think of another Poncho's cheese dip. I've done that before. Yeah. My version of homemade Poncho's cheese dip. I don't think everybody knows what Poncho's is. It's going should. nationwide. but it should. It's a Memphis staple. Um, You know, you've never done a Big Mac. Which is kind of funny, because you've been called Big Mac since I've met you. (laughs) That is, that is, that would be a good one for me. That'd be an easy burger to do. Big Macs, Big Macs. So, what would you use for the bottom bun? Would you use a? I don't know. Just the heat, the bottom part of another bun to get the because you got to have the yeah. It's bread, meat, bread, you know, and then the lettuce and all that on top with special sauce. But I would do my own version of the special sauce. It's got to be on a sesame seed bun. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could just take two buns and take a knife and cut the top off one sesame seed bun, or it's because it's that middle one's. It's not like it's like. Yeah, it needs to be small. Yeah, it's like yeah. slice on you know slice part on slice part. It's not a. What do they do? Do they just use a bottom bun? I'm sure, they got a special. They got a special mid- medium yeah. bun. Yeah, middle bun. bun. Special one. I would guess. I've never investigated it that <laughs> yeah, closely. I hadn't either. I hadn't either. You did do that Dunkin' Donuts TikTok, but that was more of a how to hide your booze at work. Yeah, that didn't make that didn't make their thing. It wasn't a, yeah. I'm sure there's been some more copycats. Oh, I know one that I did that Monterey Monterey chicken from Chili. Yeah, that's a freaking killer dish. That is good. That's it, been a long time ago, hadn't it? Since I, we were in our, we were in the house we're in now when I did it, so it wasn't. Yeah, it was like pandemic time. Yeah. I was about to say right before my time, I think. Yeah, you yeah. weren't here then. That was that's a killer one. If you've never made the Monterey chicken, man, that's a that one's another winner. one that would work perfect for those airline chicken yes. breasts. Yeah, I don't know if you call them airline chicken breasts or not, but I just know airline breasts is smaller than the whole bone. <laughs> yeah, I just you just see that. Where you're like, calling yeah. them something, they might not be. They might not be. I don't know. Don't fact check me on that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's not an airline breast. Well, you know. <laughs> Uh, a portion size breast. Yeah, a portion size breast, sandwich portion size. But that would be perfect for it. Yeah, I've, I've remade a, several of the La Siesta local. I have this on my list. You? You're always trying to copycat the La Siesta <laughs> Mexican restaurant dishes. Um, but man, the what's the one that I really the Polo Tapatias? Mm-hmm. God, that one's good. That one's so good. What you need to do is a crystals copycat. Crystal burgers. Yes. Ah. Would you call them White Castle burgers or Crystal burgers? Because we're we're Crystals, but most people don't. I guess if you're in the South, you know Crystal. Yeah, Crystals is the White Castle South. Yeah. Or white. Which one do you think is better? <laughs> crystals is greasier. Yeah, I would say. Is that better though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they both hit you like gut grenades. That's what time of day it is. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. eat, you don't eat Crystals before midnight. No. There's a certain time. It's like between. 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. That's when it's that, that's when it's kosher to eat crystal burgers. Anytime before that, you're just asking for it. You did you did your version of crystal sunrise burger or yeah. sunrisers or whatever they're called. Yeah, I did do those. Oh yeah. It was like the little on the that. sliders. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were real good. Those were really good. Yeah. You could use the little slaughter rolls to do, you know, fake crystals. I've been wanting to do some Waffle House. Hash browns. Heck yeah. On the flat top. Scattered like when I got my top. flat top, I was like, or the, the Weber flat top griddle, I guess the Weber griddle. I was like, ah, that's one of the recipes I'm going to do is the hash browns from Wahoo. I'm putting that one on the list. Scattered, covered, smothered, chunked, diced, and chopped. All of it. <laughs> do you do all of it? I like it. I mean, yeah. I'll even top it with Burt's chili. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about asking for it. <laughs> Do you like Birch Chili from Waffle House? I don't know if I've ever had it. You never had Birch Chili? Oh, man. What, I, I, I'll never forget this. We took my cousin to Waffle House one night. This was after we'd been out probably, you know, yeah. later than we should, having a good time. We went to, he got him, he, he got the hash brown, scattered color, smothered, side of Birch Chili. They brought him his check, and he asked for hot sauce and a bottle of ketchup. 
and the check. And he took the check. This is crazy now. He took the check. Or he put, first, he put hot sauce in the chili and a bunch of ketchup and a bunch of black pepper and took the check, shredded it up, put it in the chili, mixed it up, and ate the whole bowl of chili and the check and all. He's like, I guess I ain't paying for it. And I was like, man, I ain't never seen nothing like that. <laughs> he just ate the whole check. Did he pay for it? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure somebody <laughs> did. I don't know if he did. They're probably ready to put him out. He's over there trying to play the Waffle House song on the jukebox. <laughs> Waffle House is a crazy place at night if you've never been to one. You can see all kinds of stuff in a Waffle House after midnight. Throwing chairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to wait till after midnight. There's uh, always hey, some Hey, I'll tell you stuff. what, you don't mess with Waffle House folks. Some truckers will team up on you. They like a they gang. Got yeah, they got each other. other. Game. And they ain't scared. It ain't like they need the job. I don't guess <laughs> they ain't scared to lose it. <laughs> they will come out I that back quick. Yeah. That's why they got the counter so long. They can't, they got at least come around the door to get to you. <laughs> they give you a head start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they have some kind of auto lock mechanism they lock you in the thing. Then they got you. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite fast food? We're talking about fast food. I've been trying to do good, so I haven't been thinking about fast food at all. But now you're making me think about it. I'm going to go want to get some, but I'm, I don't I'm know. Just saying, like, you know. If I had to pick, ah, man, that's tough. That is tough. That's real tough. Because I would like to get like a burger from here, fries yeah. from here. <laughs> I don't know. Nuggets from there. I don't, I don't, I don't just have one that, that's my favorite, favorite. I mean, sometimes, a, uh, you know, water burgers pretty dang good. And, yeah. Their patty melts are good. There's something, there's something to be said about what's the number. I don't know what number it is at McDonald's, but it's like two regular McDonald's cheeseburgers. Number nine. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> That's hard to beat sometimes. And two little cheeseburgers that yeah. are pretty good. Mine is Del Taco, and I don't know if it's because yeah. we don't have yeah. one around here, and I don't get to eat it that often, so I never get yeah. disappointed by it that often. But it's really good. I think that has something to do with it, the rate at which you get disappointed by this. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't like Matt have a, a, a brisket? Something in yep. Del Taco now? Yep, Seems like I saw that on Meat Church. Oh, really? Yeah, That's he got cool. some kind of thing going where they're doing his brisket for, I don't know if it's, a, I guess it's a taco. Honey Chipotle brisket taco. Really? And it was only at one specific location, oh. I guess, testing it out or something. Oh, yeah. That's that cool. is cool. But yeah, Is thought, Del Taco like a Texas thing or is it just a I West think, Coast thing? Or? I think it's West Coast, but like there is some in there. There's some in Atlanta. I think there's actually one, the first one just opened in Mississippi in Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, my mother-in-law sent me. I don't. Really know where Philadelphia is? It's but. close to Startville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there's a casino down there. Yeah. yeah. And a golf course. It's kind of central Mississippi. Yeah. I think there's some over in Arkansas. Like yeah. Little so they're Rock, moving this way, kind of like area. in and out I mean, of the California If it's thing, what I'm thinking yeah. about, my, my brother told me they love them. They, him and his wife, when they go that way, they always have to stop it. I think it's Del Taco. It's just like one for every. There's something for everybody there because they have cheeseburgers, fries, they have burritos, tacos, the it's ultimate like hangover food. Kind yeah, of, is it but like, like a cookout. Like Mexican food cookout, you know? Like, yeah. Really good. I'm not a big fan of the cookout. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the idea of getting a corn dog with my <laughs> with your burger with combo, my burger, with my you know having the options, but they all usually suck. So. Yeah, I judge restaurants based on their ranch, and they serve uh, Hidden Valley, and I'm not yeah not, not for it. You're more of a craft man when it comes to ranch. I'm just more of a homemade restaurant uh, ranch oh, kind of yeah. guy. I'd have to go uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah, I would. I would guarantee you, yours is Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. You know, I probably. Fast food goes, I probably have more Subway than anything. Yeah. yeah what's your, six well, see, that, to sub. me, that's a whole different thing. What's your favorite sandwich shop? My favorite one? Yeah. Lenny's is pretty good. Jimmy John's is pretty good. I don't have a, I like Firehouse. Firehouse yeah. Subs is yeah. good. Firehouse is my favorite hot subs place. Yeah. Busy Mike's for cold subs. Yeah. With you, I how don't many know if other hot sub places are there? There used to be Quiznos, like Steak yeah. Escape, Quiznos. I think still exists, just not around here. There's a few. There's not many, but there's a few. And then yeah. like Jersey Mike's has hot subs, but they're not as good as Firehouse. By Jersey Mike's is pretty good. What's yeah. the difference in like? Is Jersey Mike's is kind of like uh, what's the freaky, freaky fast? Yeah. What's that? Jimmy John's? Are they about the same thing? Yeah, like freshly sliced meats. Yeah. Bread's really addicting, like really, really good. The, their hot yeah. pepper relish is the best at Jersey Mike's. In my uh, Lenny's is probably my favorite hot pepper relish. Really? But I had never had Jersey Mike's, so I don't know. I'm going to have to change that. Yeah. You're talking to a fat guy. It comes with fast food. I know a little something. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little something. Okay. 
So I saw um Best Fish Sandwich. <laughs> Best Fish Sandwich. Captain D's. Captain D's. I'll have to get Captain, Captain D's, D's fish sandwich. It used to be Burger King. They used to have a really good fish sandwich. <laughs> it was square patty. Yeah. Was it square? <laughs> but it was bigger and yeah. and better than McDonald's. But you always got to hold the cheese. <sighs> cheese don't belong on fish like that, does it? Uh-uh. Not that kind of cheese, yeah. Yeah. So I saw uh, some people talking about this the other day on a TikTok. If you could have one chain restaurant in your house, what would it be? I already know my answer. Oh, man. Got to be like a big chain, you know. It yeah. can be anything, though, but a big chain. I don't know. That's a tough one there. I'm, I might say Panda Express or something. Panda Express. <laughs> I'm going Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. There you go. No Texas back. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me I could do that. Like, I didn't even think Hooters. I think I want Hooters at the house. <laughs> That might cause a little problem. But. No. Those are hardworking young ladies in that place. Trying to pay their way through college. What a response. <laughs> Tyler, do you have a... I don't know. That's like It would have to be something that has like a, the Cheesecake Factory, actually. That's going to be bizarre. Oh, dude, like. I was so disappointed. Chet, we talked it up, and they had one out there at Wolf Chase, and we were going to go out there. Man, it was the worst daggum food restaurant experience I ever had. First, they bring out this encyclopedia of a menu. <laughs> yes. It's like there's no way they can make all this stuff back in the kitchen. Why would they ever attempt it? It had a thousand different items on it. Yeah, they have ads on the menu. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> ads on the menu. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm not, yeah, I was not impressed at all with the Cheesecake Factory. I just like the cheesecake, but then really? at least there was like options on the, I don't know. I couldn't pick yeah. a place that was like one specific food because I couldn't eat one specific food that much. I'm a variety eater. So, yeah. That's my thought process. I don't know. Oh, you don't have to eat there all the time. Yeah, it's just, it's just part like, of the, right your, in your backyard. I would, I would be in so much trouble if I had a buffalo wild wings <laughs> in my backyard. You know what? I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go Olive Garden. I like breadsticks. I like their salad. I like their okay. soup. Like I could eat a little different. I feel like you cook that stuff all the time anyway, Tyler. We do. <laughs> <laughs> eat pasta all the time. Yeah. So this week you did um, a recipe called grilled cheese sticks. I did. I got to thinking. Where did that idea come from? I forget what I was watching, but it was something. Well, I kept seeing them do this grilling cheese, and I was like, "I've never." And what's it called? Hal- uh, Hal- let me pull it up. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't pronounce it. It's like halloui cheese or something, but it's uh But it what it is? It's a denser, non-melting cheese. It's halloumi. Halloumi cheese. H a l l o u m i. Also known as bread cheese. And I've seen it at Kroger before. We have this little, like, cheesemonger section. It's like, you know, about, I don't know, eight-foot cheese counter, and they got all the specialty stuff that goes with making sausage and cheese boards and all that stuff, all these different cheeses, and they had it in there. And so I was like, what if, like, I was going to grill it and see what I could do with it, and I was like, well, what if I made a grilled cheese stick where you take those those pieces of that halloumi cheese? Halloumi. Halloumi cheese and slice it. About the size of a, che- a breaded cheese stick, and then hold on, let me. Um, you gotta make s- halloumi. Halloumi. That's what uh, Google yeah. says. Okay. Well, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But I was gonna take it and make it about the size of a cheese stick, and it, I had no idea if this would work or not. Yeah, never it's all an it. experiment. Yeah, and I was like, this this might melt straight to the grate. It might look horrible. <laughs> but I was like, what can I do? I didn't want to bread it. I wanted to make it just that cheese. And I was like, I could take and make a garlic butter, just minced garlic and a stick of butter, it's little amazing. and a little Italian stallion seasoning, the Italian seasoning. And I could brush that on the outside of it. So hopefully it wouldn't stick to the grate. And I was just hoping that cheese would hold up. Okay. That was the whole idea with that. Yeah, but yeah. it also, garlic butter just goes with it. Yeah. And so I just took them and I got a grill hot, just like I did on those chicken breasts. And I had those sticks on there, and I would just turn them about, I don't know, I let them sit, what, 30, 45 but you seconds? you skewered them. Yeah, I had them skewered, so it was yeah. a cheese stick so I could move it. And I don't even know if you would have to. I think you could pretty much pick them up with a tong if you just wanted to make little cheese rectangles. Yeah. But the skewer made it easy. And they're not it on there. It cool to eat. Yeah. Okay. What it does, it kind of blisters the outside and gets it bubbly and kind of soft. But the inside just stays hot, and it doesn't run or it doesn't melt or anything. 
So it it changes shape just a little bit, but it's not like a melted piece of cheese. Yeah. And just served it up with some uh, like jarred marinara sauce, the rose or however you say that. Um, and warm that up a little bit in the microwave. And then it was just an appetizer, basically. It's a football food. This is something you could easily do. It's fast. Um, you could probably do it in a skillet. You don't even have to do it on the grill yeah, if you didn't yeah. want to. And I bet it would be good in the air fryer. I bet it would get it crispy on the sides, too, because it kind of did get a little crispy on the edges. And the only bad thing is, I don't, if you eat too many of the skewers, you'd be stopped up. <laughs> That's a lot of dense cheese to put in you. Because, I mean, you got to think. I mean, you get to order cheese sticks. It's five cheese sticks. And, you know, yeah, if you yeah. eat some of that, it's equivalent. I but, love cheese sticks. Oh, I do, too. Everybody loves cheese sticks. Yeah, Sonic's got some. Sonic and, and Arby's has some. <laughs> yeah. Tell, you can tell day. it's like lunchtime and I hadn't had nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> a protein shake. <laughs> but they were, they tasted they were good. like. It was a, that was a, kind of an experiment that worked. It kind of tasted like pizza almost. I don't That's know what it, it reminded me garlic. of. So you know how the hot melty cheese gets on a pizza, it gets around the edge on the crust kind of, mm-hmm. or the cheese stuff crust pizza. That's the flavor it had, that kind of cheese. And I mean, it, I thought it was really good. And For something easy. Yeah. Kids my, could do that. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, how long it. did it take you to cook it? How long did it oh, take the grill? Oh, a minute and a half, two minutes tops. Yeah. It took longer to get the grill hot than, you know, get your color. I wouldn't just do, fire up a grill just to do that. But if you're doing other stuff, that's a quick one to throw out to folks and let them have something to, to munch on. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be a great tailgate, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. yeah you show up would. with them already skewered, ready to go. All you need's your, hot coal and some butter. Garlic butter. Yeah. It smells great, too. It so. did smell yeah, good. Yeah. Mikey came in later after we. He ate them cold. Yeah. yeah, he ate one cold, and he was like, he like "What's this bread and like, cheese?" He ate like three. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, he, and I told him, he's like, "Is this bread and cheese?" I said, "Mikey, that's just straight cheese." He said, "Oh no." <laughs> he knew. They're gonna find some prunes or something. Yeah. <laughs> something to offset that. <laughs> you know, you're getting old. When... <laughs> you gotta add prunes to your diet. Yeah. Um, but it, it it held up really well. Yeah. It, you didn't know it was just a. Stick of cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when you saw it, you saw, and some of it, like we bought, I guess they had already cooked it some or something because yeah. it has that brown edge to some of it. They cooked it, or that was like something they added just for aesthetic looks. Purposes. I don't know because we bought some that were just non. It didn't look like it had been done anything. That's still in the refrigerator. I didn't do anything with it because this other brand I bought was a perfect square or yeah. rectangle. And all I had to do was cut it the size of the sticks I wanted. So. That was I, I was just trying it. Try it for yourself. That's a that's a good one. If you can find that cheese, it's a kind of a little more expensive, I would I, say. I think it was like eleven bucks a little box. Yeah. And how many sticks did you get out of that box? Five? Yeah. Yeah. It's like an order of cheese sticks. I mean. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Would you do anything differently with that recipe? Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean you could probably top it. You could change your butters up or do something oh, yeah. else you or have something else to dip it in or um, I think you could it'll be really good. It's like wrapping in prosciutto or something like that. Do you think that would grill up okay? Yeah, it'd blister up. Prosciutto's so thin, and once you wrapped it around it, it would probably, you know, it, w- it would kind of crisp up a little bit. The cheese would get warm. I mean, yeah. I think it'd be really good. Or you could get pepperoni maybe, one of the yeah, really yeah. big pepperonis. I don't know if that'd actually eh. wrap. Yeah. Well, so Tyler, was it you that had the idea to do like a sausage and cheese skewer with it? Yeah. We talked about that. That's a really good idea. Like you, cause, so you could do your own little t- sausage and cheese skewers and have cut it into cubes and it go further too. Do, you know, sausage cheese, sausage cheese or something like that or stick a yeah. peppercini or something on there and grill those real quick. And those would make some excellent appetizers. Especially if you use Italian sausage. Yeah. There's something, yeah, that yeah. would be good. Yeah. Pepperoncinis and stuff on there. Oh, so, yeah. So good. I'd, I'd get down with that. That'd, it'd be good to add to a little charcuterie board thing, oh, yeah. you know. Heck yeah. Here's some grilled cheese. Yeah, to go with it. That's been uh, basted in garlic butter. <laughs> well, I mean, some people just dipped it in the garlic butter that was left over. I did. Did you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it was sitting there. It's like, somebody's been dipping in that garlic butter. <laughs> well, I did the rose, the yeah. marinara. It's great. You know, uh, dipping it back off in that garlic butter. <laughs> <laughs> I just played follow the leader on that one. I saw yeah. you do it and had to do it. Too, so. <laughs> You also did some Buffalo Ranch Party Mix. Is that what we called that? Uh, Hot wing party mix? I don't remember what I called it. I think so. It was, was it? That was kind of your idea. You said, 
don't know. I guess Michael had bought some when y'all went to the grocery store, but it was Buffalo wing Cheez-Its. And we love making like a little party mix for holidays and stuff. And I said, well, this will be a good little tailgate version because you could play with ranch packet. You could add a few other things. Like I added uh, ranch bugles. And Which that was a good find. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ranch bugles. Ranch bugles. I like. If you've never had bugles in your party mix, add them. Oh yeah. All we did was pre- well, we did pretzel rods or pretzel sticks, the ranch bugles and the buffalo wing checks mix, and then I found some or some cashews and then some spicy peanuts. So it's just five things. And you could mix them. You can mix whatever anything. you can put whatever you wanted in it. You could put the little toast. You could add the check cereal if you yeah. wanted to. I didn't. We didn't do the cereal version. Because this is kind of like, I was thinking, if you're sitting at a bar and you got the little bowl of nuts and snack mix, this is what would be perfect for that. Or to tailgate, you could have it in a bowl and people could scoop yeah. them up some and, you know, go with it. But um, you take a stick of butter, you take hot sauce or buffalo wing sauce, whatever you want to put in there, uh, a ranch packet, and Worcestershire sauce, and that was it. That's all I, I thought put. you put, like, maybe, did you put onion and garlic and stuff in there? And uh, no, I don't think, you don't think. Yeah, that. I didn't in that one. Oh, no, you used Frank's Red Hot Seasoning. Yeah, that's what oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. The Frank's Buffalo Wing seasoning, that was the seasoning in it, and I, and that was it. You just mix that up, and you drizzle it all over. Like put it in a big, large aluminum pan. You want your grill going about two fifty. Don't need to be too hot. Yeah, it'll burn. Yeah, it'll burn. It'll hot. burn. So about two fifty is fine temp. It's going to take about forty five minutes to an hour. You're going to stir it just like the party mixed up. Every fifteen minutes, you go out there with a big spatula. And you don't really stir it. You just kind of fold it. And all you do is like after about thirty minutes, just grab one out and taste it. And if it's still chewy and soggy, it's not done. You want it to go ahead and get it needs to be crispy, crispy. crispy. Yeah, It'll dry crispy. out. It'll dehydrate it at two hundred and fifty after that time and stirring it occasionally. And then you bring it out and let it sit and cool. That's you got to do that. Don't just put it in a covered container, warm when it comes off the pit. You we probably let it sit for almost two hours. Yeah. Because it's not if, like it's going to go bad. No, no, no. It's it's safe. You can put some paper towels over. What do you, you don't want to trap moisture any kind of way because something that's hot like that will make moisture once you cover it up and it'll get it soggy. So you got to let it kind of stay spread out and then sack it up and it's ready to go. I mean, you can pull it off the pit and serve it right then. It's oh yeah, really yeah. Good hot and yeah. Just leave it open, like yeah. open air. Don't don't close it off until it gets completely completely cool, and then you can put it in whatever you want and it'll last heck weeks. I would imagine. I don't if know. it lasts, it ain't going to last that long. Uh-uh, Michael but I did. So as soon as I brought it off, I took more of that Frank's Red Hot Seasoning, and we found that at Kroger, and just sprinkled over the top of it mm-hmm. and then kind of shook it just to kind of give it a coating. Because while it's still warm, it'll adhere really good to it. And it gives it that punch. And, man, it was, it's was it got some flavor. You taste – it's like eating buffalo wings. I mean, you kind of get the ranch and the buffalo – Hot saucy flavor with the with the crunch and the saltiness is really good. I bet it would go really good with beer. I didn't oh, try yeah. it, but it just seems like it seems like it would. Just for it? my own personal. <laughs> but that's definitely one if you're looking for like a couple easy ideas, appetizerish for any of your you know if you got football events coming up and you want to take something or set something out at your house, you having people over. Those two are easy munchers. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael took them all to school. <laughs> his little buddies found out he had a, his dad had a TikTok channel or something. I was like, they wanted to bring like some ribs, and Michael's like, you got to cook something so I can. You got anything left over? I can take take to school. I said, like, what are you gonna do? We're taking a study hall. I was like, does your teacher know? No, no, no. We're just gonna pass it out. I was like, we can take this mix, <laughs> take the party mix. I told him if I talked to your teachers, we would like take pulled pork sandwiches to make some little all. sliders yeah, or something. Yeah. Send up there, yeah. No, he didn't want to do that. All of a sudden, then it was like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Did you see on the community somebody was doing something with uh, Cheetos? Yes. Speaking I told you, I got to try that. It was like a sweet, uh, sweet. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's sweet and savory and cheesy. Like, how does that not sound good? So what did they do? They basically took like, I think it was corn syrup, brown sugar, butter, took a bag of Cheetos, put them in a pan like I did the party mix, poured that sugary mixture over them, and put them on the, on the pit or on the oven and start them every 15 minutes yeah. until they get coated good. And it would be like caramelized yeah. Cheetos. I mean, how could – so I think it's Mark's wife's mother – or his yeah. mother-in-law makes a Cheeto Christmas treat. But it's like white chocolate-covered Cheetos. Yeah. So white, and this, was, this will remind puffs. me of that. 
Yeah, those are puffs. These are crunchies. Yeah, crunchies. I got to try that. Do you think it would work with flaming Hot Cheetos? I don't know, but somebody said that in the thing. They were going to try it. Now, that would be sneaky right there. Now, the flaming Hot Cheetos would be a good addition to the buffalo wing mix. Oh, that would be. I didn't think about that. That would be a really good addition to it. It'd give it another little layer of pop. I would, I'm going to have to try that next time, too. Um, Cheetos would go good with it. It would go good with it. And it would give you a little bit of cheesy mm. element. Um, I will say with any type of party mix like that, we've, instead of using pretzel sticks, we've used pretzel uh, goldfish. goldfish before. And they, I like them better than the sticks. They're more of a cracker yeah. than a you know, pretzel So Bugles actually has like a caramelly flavor you go like that and i bet that would be that same flavor on a cheeto you get the cheese element i think it worked on like planters cheese balls i like that idea yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some experiment i'm gonna because i'm a crunchy cheetos che- crunchy are cheetos of- cheesy poos junkie <laughs> <laughs> you know crunchy cheetos are not a good shape yeah you know, once you take the color away from them, you'll be like, ugh. Yeah. But the balls would probably work better. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They'd be prettier after it was done. They're pretty much pretty much making glazed Cheetos. <laughs> Donut glazed Cheetos. Yeah, glazed Cheetos. Do they make the Cheetos balls in Flaming Hot? Yeah. Surely. Pretty sure they yeah. do. Seems like Michael buys them. It's like a little mini can or something. Yeah. Those yeah. kids nowadays, they'll eat anything flaming like that. Their guts are going to be wrecked by the time they're 30. <laughs> For real. They're going to have, all have ulcers and stuff. Between, Between the, the sour and the... Yeah, the sour candy stuff and the... and the What's the ones that the Takis chips yeah. they eat? Man, those some of those are horrible. I could never get down on those. No, it's Takis, like eating a yeah, bad taco shell or bad tortilla. It's just super crunchy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard. Oh, you'll, break, you'll chip a tooth on them. Speaking of our kid, he turns 14 on Friday. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe I got a 14-year-old. He'll be driving. He'll be learner's permit next year. Kind of been counting that down, though. <laughs> you think he remembers all the crazy stuff growing up? I used to use it uh, to unload uh, boxes, <laughs> boxes and pallets back, and stuff yeah. in the truck and in the garage warehouse. <laughs> Child <laughs> labor. He used to play in the front yard while we uh, did all made our videos. Yeah, made videos and did all our. Uh, yeah, this grilling sets too. He'd go out there just fake cooking. He'd he used to it. think it was cool. Now he don't care anything about. Yeah, it. yeah. If you're not a gamer or some kind of professional athlete, he could care less. <laughs> He's not impressed by anything. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own little tote. He would take to barbecue contests. Yeah, and it was full of like fake cooking stuff. And he'd set it up and cook and stuff. I'm still in that stage right now, so I'm not, yeah, looking, yeah. I'm not looking forward to the. <laughs> that's the best. That's probably the best stage. <laughs> Your kids love you. They think you're the best. You're the hero. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like you just they just want money and food. <laughs> About the two things. And everything you do is like, huh? Yeah, oh, that drives me crazy. <laughs> I hate. Oh, he's gonna start. I don't remember doing that to my parents. If I wouldn't serve, ma'am, I probably got popped. <laughs> We're too soft on these kids nowadays. <laughs> All right, Grandpa. <laughs> so I did see this TikTok the other day where um, a guy showed his grill, and it was coated in ash. And he said he'd fired up his pellet grill, he was cooking on it, and it went boom. And that's why all this ash came out. Oh, yeah. It was covered in ash, and he'd pick up the thing, and it was just a a fire inside. He never cleaned it. And he's like, what do, what do I do? Start over. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unplug it, let it cool off, and get to cleaning. Because what he really? did is like he hadn't cleaned the ash out of that thing in a long time. And then it probably had a bunch of pellets in there. It dropped and it was just every, all that was accumulated and it couldn't burn. And then when it finally did get hot enough burn, it built up pressure with the lid closed. Was really, when you start a pellet grill, you're supposed to open that lid to let that pressure out. What what's pre- what pressure? Because I mean, if you got it packed full of old stuff and you ain't cleaned it, and there's grease in there, and it's and it drops a bunch of pellets that don't want to burn, and then it finally does ignite and go, it's going to flash, and then you've got all that. So with the lid closed, it's letting all that smoke from where it's trying to smolder, oh, smolder, okay. smolder, build up, and it's not coming out like it's supposed to. It'll just 
it can go. I've it seen will it, boom. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it blow the lid off of them on video. I've never seen it in person. Yeah, yeah. I never let mine get that bad. We have had little fires in there. I've had, yeah, I've had them drop too much or flame out, not clean it out. I mean, that's why I say like every three or four cooks, especially if you're doing long cooks or something like that, you need to take the diverter out, vacuum it out. Or if you've got one that's got a dump, go ahead and pull that out. Make sure it's clean. Get your grease traps clean. You just scared me into cleaning my grill when I get home. You don't clean yours? I do all the time, but it's just been a while. Yeah. Keep do it. you cook a lot of stuff greasy? Uh, yeah. Like I've probably cooked like two pork butts since the last time I cleaned it. So oh, it's probably it's not time. that time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit. Of, I've seen several uh, fires and pits over the years at like contests and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been around. I've seen some birds of tents down. Man, do you remember that one year at Memphis and May? It was like a they had let a backwoods run dry right beside us, and the flames were shooting out the exo- every everywhere a flame could get out. It was on fire. I guess they they had loaded it up with butts and let the water pan run dry, and then they didn't realize it. And those butts were just rendering, 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 filling that water pan up with grease. And when it got to flash point, it went. And there's no putting it out. Worst thing you can do is open the door. Yeah. And they opened the door and they couldn't get it back shut. That's when. Mark and Jamie, it was one of the first years I think they were cooking with us, or second year, and they ran over and had, and they were, there's guys over there, I think one of them got burnt, they were trying, they couldn't get the door shut, so and there was like a shovel there, and Mark like grabbed into that shovel, and jammed the door shut, and stuck the water hose down the chimney trying to get it to go out, and it was, man, that was a bad one, and it ruined a whole smoker full of butts. Oh, Yeah. That's almost burnt. Yeah. Almost burnt a whole. It happened to us before. Um, first time we had to cook Tiger Lane, the team next to us yeah. did that with one of those uh, gravity fed cookers. It did the same thing. I guess the grease built up in it, and it burnt their tent down. I was like, man, they go. We were tight in there, so I was like, it's gonna burn us all up. If it got over there. I, it's those were whole shoulders. They had, their nightman had let it go dry, or I don't know. I guess let the grease build up or something. It's always at a contest. Usually, it's a team that's. A bunch of different people, yeah, cooking on one pit. Nobody's, you know, and partying some, and partying, yeah. Yep. Next thing you know, that's how it happens. <laughs> and usually, it's a pit that's got some kind of water pan or a way to hold grease in it. <laughs> that's usually that's usually usually what makes it go. Is that what happens with uh pellet grills? They're catching grease too, or is it? Mostly- yeah. Well, I mean, they're just if you don't clean on their, you know. Grease is supposed to channel out, but if you're not changing it out and you're letting it build up, and it just gets greasy over time, stuff that don't go where it's supposed to, and then you let all the ash and it just build up, you know, over not not keeping it clean or overloading it, putting too much stuff on there that's going to drip over that diverter where it can get to the fire. That'll do it too. I think I caught one on fire. Um, I was smoking hamburgers, wagyu burgers, wagyu that was, trimmings. That was a bad one that we turned into burgers. Yeah. Yeah, that was a huge fire. You, but you had to grill full of them too, and it was just rain and grease. <laughs> it was, and I don't and think it, we'd cleaned it. Uh, yeah, everything was on fire. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't hurt the grill though. We got it put out. I mean, we ate the burgers. Yeah, the <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you one question, then I'm gonna let you get out of here. All right. Is this a community question or just a shell general question? <laughs> it's a community question. All right. But I do like that idea. Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, pork belly tacos. So someone in the community was trying to do pork belly tacos. They're wondering about cubing them, stripping them, what it, you know. They had a yeah, bunch of. Yeah. How would you do a pork belly taco? I'm probably going to be in the boat that's going to render that dude down to where it's just pullable and soft and make so it almost like. So you don't cut a, it at all? I, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I've seen them to where they like score it or cut it into strips and they cook them to where there's like crunchy tacos and they try to get it crispy on the outer oh, edge where yeah, the fat yeah. is to where it'll kind of have that um, chicharrone kind of effect built on it to where it's got the crunch. But I would make them to where that, you know, you could you got pretty much like pulled pork belly, cooked down, season it up, you know, maybe braise it down with some, you know, peppers and almost like you're making that uh, barbacoa or something yeah, like that yeah. where it's got all those Mexican spices and in that juice and it's cooking down. And so that way that meat's going to be super flavored. And then it'd be like a pulled pork taco, but it'd be pork, pulled pork belly taco. And do it up with some cilantro and pico and, you know, whatever you're going to top it with. But it would be – it'd be, make a fantastic taco. You've done a pork belly that way before. Yeah, but I did, did it on a barbecue. sandwich. Yeah, I did yeah. it barbecue style. But you could easily do it. Just like doing a, a kind of a Mexican-style pork butt, 
you would do it that same way. And you could, if you wanted to score it some of the fat and, you know, to where it kind of had that mixture of that fat in there, you could do score the top of it. Yeah, I would. And make it like that. That would be really good. So uh, does the fat render if you cook it as a whole belly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It renders through and through. So you don't, you do lose a lot of weight cooking it that much. Yeah. Because but you're going to lose that anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, no, you're just going to have fatty pork belly yeah, pieces yeah. unless it gets, unless you can get it really crispy, but it's going to have more chewed. So the, the way I see them do it, they do this kind of fast method where they cut them into strips or something and they're cooking them like that and then they're trying to get it crispy. It's got a lot more chew to it. It's not going to be super soft meat because it hadn't rendered all the way. It's yeah. got a lot of that fat still in it, you know, so it's a little chewy. I mean, it's probably still pretty good, you know. That's probably more the traditional kind of Mexican way that they would make a taco. It mm-hmm. would be, you know, they would do it some kind of way like that. They wouldn't render it all the way down. But I think it would be really, really good, just like a, a pull, pulled pork belly taco. Let's do that. We can. Let's put that on the that's list. Put it, I think that's a great recipe. Yeah. I, it wouldn't be no problem. Flour tortillas. Yep. You and then it. you just have that string, because pork belly, when it renders, is kind of like. Yeah, it's lean and stringy, stringy and just melts in your mouth yeah. and succulent. And it's got so much flavor. Mm. and. Oh, it'd be really good. It'd be really good. Or you could do like a Mexican-style pork belly burn-in style and cook those and then just put chunks of it. It'd be kind of like uh, – Kind of like how you did that jerk pork belly one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, kind of like those jerk pork belly bites. It would be like that. Just do it kind of Mexican style. And then, it, it, you know, you just make it make it on a taco. I mean, I like – What's the, the dish I get to Mexican restaurants? The – Carnitas, it'd be like almost like pork belly carnitas, kind of. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's pork belly carnitas. That'd be <laughs> you got a couple ideas. <laughs> That'd be really good. You could crisp those up, so you could do those, and then flash fry them or cook. You know, drop them down in some hot lard. <laughs> now you're now you're and they would get crazy. crunchy on the outside, but they'd be soft in the middle, and put those on taco. Now you're just getting crazy. Diablo there. sauce. <laughs> yeah, I mean a little guac. I'm down with that. Margarita. You'd be good to go. Good to go. Well, Malcolm, that's all I've got for you today. All right. Well, Tyler, uh, is there anything going on in the community or anything we need to let everybody know about? Or how are we doing? There's nothing at the moment, but it is holiday season, so we do tons of giveaways over on the Let's Get to Cooking community over on Facebook. So make sure you head on over to facebook.com forward slash group forward slash H2Q community. You can join an awesome community of like-minded people. You can ask questions. Some of the questions we shall got here today were from the community. And then... Was that scripted? That was really no, it sounds like, like that's as good as any broadcast I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I did good until the last yeah. time. All right. Yeah, make sure y'all check that out. And all of Malcolm's favorite recipes are on howtobbqright.com. Michelle, you want to give them the deets on where they can find us? <laughs> if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and, of course, YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week, and we will be back next week to talk more barbecue here at the How to Barbecue Right podcast. We gone.